1: February 14th, ninety-eight, sixth 6th grade.
2: Dear
0: diary.
1: Dear Jesus. Dear sweet asswad.
0: Adults sharing the embarrassing things they created as kids.
2: So I wrote poems about masturbation. Before an audience of total strangers.
0: I feel like an idiot.
1: I'm the only normal one in my entire family. Mom, you can't read this. These are the stories hidden inside the pages of our past.
0: Welcome to the Mortified Podcast, I'm Dave, and today we're peeking inside the diary of a teenage girl whose biggest obsession was memorizing every single line in The Sound of Music. But, unlike those squeaky clean kids in the Von Trapp family, today's reader was anything but when she was growing up. That's because a few of her favorite things included drinking, partying, and sneaking out. Indeed, sometimes when teenagers set out to prove they're totally mature and all grown up, they can get a little overzealous, even reckless in their pursuit. Here's Stacey, recorded at King King in Los Angeles.
1: Hi. My name is Stacy. I'm from Danville in Northern California, and I grew up uh, in a fairly strict Catholic home. Um, I'm in the middle of four children, and I was known for being the social one, the fun one. And I definitely lived up to that. When I was in junior high, my parents caught me housing the bad girl on the block in my closet (laughs) and punished me by sending me to the neighboring junior high. But their plan to tame me backfired (laughs) when I got to the high school because the two junior highs I went to had merged and upon entering the ninth grade, I knew everyone. My high school existence became defined with tons of friends, tons of booze, and tons of boys. My parents reacted to my rebellious nature by grounding me often, and the more they restricted me, the more I rebelled. To illustrate, here is a note that I left my parents one night when I snuck out of the house to meet my boyfriend. Mom and Dad, Don't worry, I'm fine. I'll be back as soon as I can. I can't tell you where I am, but I'm not in trouble and I am helping someone out. Please try to be understanding and don't ask too many questions. Heart, Stacy. So when I got back in the wee hours of the night, or excuse me, the morning, here's what my dad wrote in reply to my letter. (laughs) Stacy, wake me as soon as you get in, dad. (laughs) November 10th, 1987. Dear diary, my older sister is such a bitch. She thinks she is so pretty and so skinny. She is one fat, ugly bitch. (laughs) I can see why no one likes her. I can't even explain how much I hate my little sister Lori. I can't even handle it. She's so gross and so ugly. I like my dad and I'm mad at my mom. I hate my whole family. I swear I'm the only normal one in my entire family. I can't wait to leave and never return. So, my sister Lori got a hold of my diary and read that, and this is what she wrote back in return Dear Diary by Lori Scowley. Stacy is one disgusting, ugly bitch. She is so gross, and her breath smells like shit droplings. Love, Lori. JK, 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 just kidding, but her breath does smell like shit nuggets cooked over an open fire. <laughs> so the author, the author of that wonderful entry can be found in the seat over there. <laughs> Ooh, Lori! Gross. Uh, dear Diary. I had so much fun with Ty tonight. I think I like him. Everything went right. When I came home six minutes after curfew, my dad had a cow. What a fucking asshole. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't even understand me at all. He treats me like a child. Dear Diary. Hey you. I haven't written in a long time. So much to tell. First of all, I like to smoke. Like a lot. I don't know why, but I do. I'm definitely going to have to break things off with Pete, but I'm going to have to drink before I do so I don't get upset. I can't trust anyone. I want to go far away from here and never come back. I want to go back to junior high where there were no problems then. I mean, my parents hate me. I'm doing terrible in school. I know they wish I were like Lori, or Christine, or Matt, for even that matter. They're always saying, can't you do better? Can't, don't you have any homework, or shouldn't you be doing something, or get off the phone? Well, fuck them. <laughs> I will show them. Dear Diary, I want to die. I don't even want to live anymore. Or graduate. Well, thanks for listening. I better go cry some more. I wish it were Friday so I could get wasted. (laughs) Tyler is so cute. He stopped by with beers dangling in his hands. So hot. (laughs) We watched Married with Children, played Pitfall, and he even painted my nails. Too cute. Dear Diary, I will never find anyone. (laughs) At least I have Corey Haim to turn to. (laughs) He seems so nice and sensitive and caring in all the magazines. He's so cute. God, why are you doing this to me? Have I done something so wrong? I just want a good guy. A guy who brings me flowers, sings to me, kisses me so tenderly, takes me on picnics and movies and skiing. Someone to talk to. Someone who's honest. Someone who loves me for who I am. Someone who is rich. And cute. And sexy, that would be nice. I wish I could run away, so far away to a ranch with tons of trees and horses grazing in the grass, with the wind blowing and a huge house with a picket fence, and tons of money flowing from my hands. (laughs) Dear Diary. This week my goals are do well in school, talk to Tyler on Wednesday, talk to Steve, help my dad, talk with Pete, find a boyfriend, call the limited, get a job, (laughs) quit my other job, lose weight, grow. Get eight out of eleven of these things done. If I do eight out of eleven, my week will go well. By the way, there's there's ten on that list. <laughs> Dear diary. I went to Becky's party, took acid for the first time. What a blast! even explain it. So many thoughts went through my mind all at once. I saw Joanna's face in the leaf of a tree. (laughs) So many other weird things. I couldn't find my house and I was on the very street it existed on. (laughs) How funny is that? Dear diary, the next day at the beach was awesome. I almost drowned, but other than that, it was awesome! Friendly advice Never go into the ocean drunk. It's tough to get out. Ha ha ha! Ha 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 Dear diary, I'm lying here with one eye open, leaning on my other hand while trying to write with my left hand, and I am twisted. (laughs) But it's great. I had so much fun. This weekend rocked. I'm about to pass out. Happy trails until we meet again.
0: That was Stacy reading louder her teenage journals with no embellishing, no exaggerating, just God-given awkwardness, on stage at Mortified in Los Angeles at King King. Some of the names heard in today's episode have been changed for sake of privacy. And stick around, there's more to the story as we chat with today's reader in our post-mortem. Bye. We caught up with Stacy recently, who reminisced about her past and revealed that her days as a hellraiser actually began in the fourth grade when she met.
1: The coolest chick I had ever seen, and she wanted to be friends with me. And she was sort of the quote-unquote the bad girl, and, and that's sort of where the, the turn happened. We became little terrors together.
0: The friendship led Stacy to her first offense, harboring a fugitive.
1: She ran away from home and she stayed in my closet for a couple nights. I would write a note on the door and say, I'm not feeling well. Can you please bring my dinner to my bedroom? I think my mom found out. I think she heard us in the morning or something. And then she called my girlfriend's mother and, and then I got grounded.
0: <laughs> As for the sibling rivalry, Stacy and her sister got pretty creative with their insults over time.
1: One of the words that I just remember us always saying to each other when we would yell at each other is you are an ugly penis wrinkle. (laughs) It's so stupid. But that's what we did. (laughs) And you know where it came from. Do you remember those slinky, no, no, what are they? The snake, the snake, um. What were those things? It was like a tube-like toy, and it moved around. (laughs) and had water in it. Now that I'm actually thinking of it as an adult, this is the worst toy ever.
0: Eventually, all those years of acting out took a toll.
1: I was the life of the party, and I never wanted to miss the party. There was a, a moment for me that I realized that I did start drinking at an early age, where I was contemplating, wondering, like how did it get like this it was getting to a breaking point for me started taking care of myself and my perspective tra- started changing immediate like immediately
0: so she reformed with a vengeance
1: now my friends joke and i'm i'm the one that's in bed at 9 and but i still i still have fun <laughs> i'm still fun damn it i enjoy reading i enjoy Eating green smoothies and um, being out in the garden.
0: (laughs) So how would her teenage self feel about her transformation from the girl who snuck out to the girl who stays in?
1: Um, My teenage self would find me very boring and much like my parents, which that would kill me to think of in my teens.
0: Which got me wondering, if her teenage self ever met her future self, I can only imagine what she might tell her.
1: You are a major penis wrinkle.
0: For those curious, the official name of that toy is Water Snake or Wigglies. Visit Mortified on Twitter and Facebook later this week for images of the toy. In the meantime, post a message to your friends that says, the Mortified podcast taught me a new word, hashtag penis wrinkle. To share the shame, follow us on Facebook or Twitter or visit getmortified.com to learn about Mortified stage shows, books, films, and beyond. Click participate. And who knows, maybe you'll appear on a future episode of this series. Hey, if you didn't know it already, the Mortified Podcast is a proud member of Radiotopia from PRX, made possible with support from the Knight Foundation and MailChimp, who celebrate creativity, chaos, and teamwork. Our podcast production team for this episode includes Gina Delvac, Kathy Tu, Pierce Percelli, Neil Ketcher, and myself, Dave Nadelberg. Music by Gordon Bash, Alex Burke, Adam Smith, and Snakes, Snakes, Snakes. Additional thanks to Jared Bogley, Kate Frolic, Marina Schifrin, Graham Fuchs, the people at King King, at Jensen Smith, and all the dedicated Mortified Live producers whose work make the stage show possible. Until next time, we remind you that we are freaks, and we are fragile, and we all survive.